0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Unfield Index podcast. It's been a while. Uh, I'm Trev Denny, and I am also, as you know, quite Ron Burgundy esque. And with a new computer and none of my usual cues and intros uh, saved here, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce. The show in a sort of offhand way because I've got Carl Koppack with me. I've got Cam Branch with me. Guy Drinkle is as ever having a listen in and producing away. And we are all anxious to get a look at France, Germany in a while. So we're going to just do a quick show for you because we are aware that we've been remiss. Um, there are reasons, but. Nobody needs to know about those. And uh let's just get on with it. So I have something to get us going today because it was a little bit of joyful content that the club is quite good at these days now, I have to say. Uh, I might I might need to explain a little bit what's going on because there's a little bit of dead air here for the minute or so. But I mean, Jesus. Anyway, basically what we've got here is a video uh that was uh I saw for the first time today where it's basically Virgil. He is wearing a Very strange tribute Joel Matip t-shirt. The Joel Matip t-shirt is glorious in and of itself, and it's worth going to the club Twitter timeline just to find the video evidence of this. Um, The video clip will go on to basically uh, show Virgil looking admiringly at Joel, as I think we all would and do. Has has someone fallen off the chair in the background there? Have you all right?
1: Yeah, all fine. That's
0: okay. That's okay. I've, I've just
1: well. picked something up. That's all that I need for my bit.
0: Man down uh, was was what I was afraid of there. Anyway, as I say, Virgil looking admiringly at Joel, and uh, it finishes with a comment as he looks at Joel <laughs> posing in his new kit. I think it was kit launch day. You can hear lads cheering in the background where they're doing those cringy things where you've got to look uh, enthused and wearing the new kit. But this is magic. This is the big man talking about the other big man. So here we go.
2: The legend. One of a kind. I love the man. my
0: huh? Nothing to do with it. <laughs> Just came in and said, "Look, look, I've got a surprise for you." A legend, one oh, and yeah! only. Yeah! He doesn't like it, but I love the man. One, <laughs> one, two, three.
2: Yeah! This guy's a legend. Yeah! He will do so many good gifts that we can all use and enjoy. What a guy! What a sight! Beautiful man. Yeah. He could be a mother. The machine.
0: I'm not sure if you could hear that last part, sadly, because of some noise in the background. But basically, as he's observing uh, Joel posing for his uh, kid shot, he just says, "What a machine!" He you is know. a machine. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, little bits uh, uh, along those lines are all I'm good for. Um, I'll be straight up. If you're expecting a foot football fest in terms of content from me, uh, I haven't watched a ball being kicked since the last Reds match. That's an open admission of not caring about the Euros. Um, so I'm afraid I'll be all, of almost... No use to any conversations uh, there about. But I'm sure we'll find things to talk about, as we always do. And with that in mind, let me introduce Carl Cop. How are you getting on, Chief?
1: I'm all right. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, I've, um, I've decided to open with a quote uh, and a small discussion. Um, uh, the quote is this. We knew it would open both the film and the soundtrack LP, so we wanted a particular strong and effective beginning. The striding guitar chord was the perfect launch. And that man there is talking about the greatest opening chord in the history of music. So, Trevor, i am like to a, canvas you to see what that chord is.
0: So, it's the greatest opening chord in the history of music. It's also uh, a, a a movie theme.
1: Yeah. No, well, no, it's it's the it's the album is of a. <sighs> remember in the sixties when bands used to make films, and they'd have the, and their their album would become the same title as the song as the film itself. Yes, so it's technically a soundtrack, but it's actually more of an album. And it's the other way round, really. Ha! Huh. The, the, the,
0: the, the sound of music says, "Come!" It's,
1: it's not the greatest of oh, all, though, is it?
0: i um, I'm, I'm, I'm. Look, these things are purely subjective when when people say the greatest of all time. So I'm gonna just bow to your to your judgment on this, and 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 be sure that you've picked something decent. What is it? Oh I like it you've got we a prop, ladies and gentlemen that's we've right. got a prop uh it s- one more
1: time
0: yeah please do yeah so
1: you got you've gotta really whack the strings i mean that's that sounds like.
2: That that's not Chitty Chitty Bang Bang either, is oh, it? It's, it's not. The, I wouldn't
1: say the greatest song ever, Cam.
2: It's definitely a Beatles
0: tune. Um, hey, uh, uh, How would he not hey, know what that is? Cam, are you serious right now? He sang the opening verse for you. He yeah, la- no, la- he la la the opening verse for you. You
2: know what my music tastes
0: like. <laughs> 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 yeah I suppose it's not the verb to be fair to you so uh, you're I still will get it, it would I <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah 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 I, I, do you know what Carl I think that era of the, of the Beatles is my favourite um, oh my okay, I thought it was a big chord it uh, was like, one of the most famous chords ever written and
2: it's
1: a really weird uh, chord
0: I think I think that's probably that's probably my favorite era. Uh, I have to say, uh, sixty four. I think they were, yeah, they were really they were really just knocking it in the park with just beautiful pop tunes, classics at that stage. I know loads of people like the more sort of sophisticated stuff later, but I don't know. There is something about that era. Uh, well, that, that's the thinking.
1: only album where Lennon McCartney wrote every single song on the album. It's the only one they did because a lot of the, the, ideas, right? the yeah, because the first two albums, I cover versions on, didn't they? You know, Twist and Shout. Uh, Money, That's What I Want. They were on the first two albums. And then from after that, it was uh, George got the odd song, didn't he? So.
0: That's right, yeah, George. Yeah, so that, George that's that.
1: just Lennon McCartney all the way through A Hard Day's Night. The chords from A Hard Day's Night, the Beatles song the Hard Day's Night, from the film A Hard Day's Night. Uh, the, re- the reason that, that chord is so unusual is because people have been trying to work out what it actually is for ages. And thinking, you know, well, is, is it just, is, is it's all been, you know, tree transposed? And it's not, it's like a standard chord.
0: Well, I know we've been away from the show for a while, but was there any significance? There's usually some sort of thing that gets you thinking about something like Sam and Cam. Like what,
1: what, what no, was it, it, was, it was literally a Twitter conversation um, I had ah, yesterday okay. uh, with, with, uh, with, with a journalist called Nick, who's, who's, who showed me this um, this man showing why the song um, I Want to Dance With Somebody, why there's such an unusual thing in it. And this man sits at the piano and shows, like, why this chord is completely weird. And we got talking about weird chords. Huh. Like, do you know the song Lately by Stevie Wonder? Yeah. Yeah. Think about the last chord on that. It's nuts. You won't be able to think about it because you're probably just thinking about the melody and and it just ends really weird. But I ask all listeners, if you're into music and that sort of thing, just get it on your Spotify or whatever or your platform of choice. And um, just play Lately by Stevie Wonder. The last chord is really weird.
0: Okay, uh, that's that's interesting. Now a little bit of homework, enjoyable homework to do as well for everybody. Uh, again, that's Stevie Wonder tune. Cam, how are you, man? What's uh, what's shaking with you?
2: Um, life's good. Sun shining, Chopping the tan up, looking nice and brown. Um, yeah, so it's all it's all rosy in uh, Cam's world at the moment. No complaints. been uh. uh- it's been a long break from uh i think um I think I did do one uh post match one with Nina game the penultimate game i think it was uh, um it's been a while it's been a while, but it's good to be, good to have the the three of us back on that's for sure,
0: yeah, it's nice to get the gang back together even though uh, to be to be fair you know uh, there's very much the feeling of 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 uh of of, of animosity there in the and the twitter thread you know the sort of the 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 ganging up that always occurs um with you two on me and i'll just you know i i have to say it's uh you know i'm i'm a gentle soul i'm a, I'm a fragile kind of a guy calm and
2: uh, really, i really don't see where you're getting this from
0: you know yeah. it's 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 mean i have to say it's mean but but but, but even still like like a sort of Stockholm syndrome type person, I'm delighted to welcome back my bulliers uh and to be part of the group again. It's, it's good. It's good to have the have the the gang back together. I have to say. And by it's the way, it is healthy for me. It is healthy for me because God knows my um, well, ego's on the floor anyway. You might as well kick the absolute ever living shit out of it uh, and just finish it off. Uh, what what we should point out here before we move any further with your opening is that when the uh, idea of the greatest song ever written uh was uh touted by young kopak a few moments ago. God Drinkle contributed the following oh, two words. Excellent. Excellent. Gangsters Paradise. Um you know this is this is this is the type of stuff that that we have on tap here uh in the background all the time. Gangster's Paradise, greatest song ever written. You know, it's hard to argue with that. Uh can what have you got for us to begin?
2: when
0: can i do a quiz oh shit <laughs> <laughs> well
1: done, Trev. Gra- congratulations Trev. you're great at that mean. quiz and can i can i point out when you're moaning about the so called twitter spat it, it was just because i suggested that we didn't do a show for the entirety of may and yet you were still may's champion that's well, what we don't quite said, understand
0: no, 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 nobody said i was may's champion you made that up to make So in other words what you i mean that's the ultimate that's the only, you, you basically you, you invented a sin, uh, and then lambasted have you every- or
1: have you not got a t-shirt with the words "I'm for the next main podcast May Champion 2021"? Well,
0: of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have it, I have it in chocolate brown and uh <laughs> <laughs> and
1: the hoodie and the
0: hoodie. Yes, <laughs> Right, Cam. Uh, talk to us about this quiz. What is it? Because you like to 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 give a little bit of insight baseball on our uh, WhatsApp chat yesterday. Cam mentioned it was going to be a quiz, and he asked us for topics. Carl gave his and got the nod of approval. I gave mine, and Cam decided that it was too much trouble, so he wasn't going to do it. So already the stitch up is in place. So I'm quite aware of that, uh, but I'm wondering uh, what have you decided to go with for your format here, brother?
2: Um. The questions will be on the European Championship. Oh,
0: fucking hell, what? Wait, just in general, the history of it.
1: Yep. Oh, go on. I'll be all right, with it. right is I, it, I, is it is. It, is this the t- time where I can point out that some green grass on the ball it has some, something called the Euros out at the moment, which is a series about the tournaments?
0: Oh, Jesus, i got to get my finger out there because 84 is going to be out soon, right?
1: Uh, you're uh, I I need you for a week on Friday, ideally.
0: 88, yeah, cool. Okay, okay, I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I know about the Euro 88 championships, I, I haven't been too arsed with many of the others, but uh, I'm already ceding victory to Carl Koppack, who's uh, clearly a, a football um, uh, knowledge nerd, and I will. I'll just see victory to him already, but I'll I'll, I'll have a go here, Cam. Even though it is a. Tell me three
2: questions. I'm sure you'll get three. I'm sure you get all
0: three. I'm sure you've already uh, texted Carly answers to his anyway. So this one, of course, obviously it
2: goes without saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, Producer Guy, can you keep score, please? Because I struggle to answer three. Lovely. Right, who's going first, then? Who wants first question?
0: But it's
1: normally the champion, isn't it, who does it first?
2: Okay, the champion it is then. So that's you that's you, isn't it, uh? Um, oh no, no no no.
1: How can no, it, no. it possibly be?
2: Yeah, how can it be? Right, first question, you ready, Trev? Go ahead. Which player scored the only goal in the Euro two thousand and four final between Portugal and Greece? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: I actually saw this.
0: Oh, yeah, Sorry, I it saw it last
1: week. <sighs> oh. Sorry, I'm I'm stabbing the table there, pretending there's a buzzer.
0: Is that because you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, does he get the
0: freaking points? Does he camp? Does it transfer, or is it just like one and done? Oh, we transfer. You're transferring. You just fucked the score, yeah. fucked the scoring into a cocked hat. But anyway, okay. No, cool. go Don't don't
1: transfer that. I'm, I'm happy. Okay, to know okay,
0: about. okay, okay. I, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a, a, a pop at this. I only remember about four players from that team, and I think it was uh, uh, I can't remember his first name. karisteas I think.
2: Excellent answer. Excellent. Answer. Get
0: in.
1: Angelios.
0: Angelios. Angelios. Yes.
1: Is that because, Trev, Because last week we featured it in the opening episode of "Some Green Grass and the Ball" the Euros.
0: There's every chance that that is why. Yeah, it's also interesting, isn't it, uh, that uh, you're, you didn't get your stitch-up question because I got to go first.
1: True, true. <laughs> but, I'm, but, but, but the broader point here is, if you're looking for your footballing um, <laughs> nerdish information, "Some Green Grass and the Ball" really is the place to go.
0: I I'm, I'm loving this uh, incessant plugging. It's great. Keep 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 it, keep it up. Uh, it's a great
1: story, Trav. It's a it great it's story. It's a, it's a
0: great story. <laughs> uh good. Okay, right. Well, I can relax now because I've got one right now. I can just uh, <laughs> I can just I can lose peacefully. Go ahead.
1: Now you've right. driven safely to the answer. Speaking of great drivers. Mr. Cambridge.
0: Thank
2: you. Pop pop, Who is the only player to score in the finals of two consecutive Euros. Jeez,
0: Interesting. It'd than, it'd imagine it'd be more than one, right? That's 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 weird. Two finals.
2: So the oh, actual final
0: fi- the, final, the right.
2: actual final itself.
1: Uh, probably French or Spanish. I don't
2: know.
1: Um Oh God! Is well, France have won it loads of times, haven't they? Spain won the first one. Is this a cheat? Because one of them was pe- in a penalty shootout. Honestly, don't know. It doesn't give me that information. Oh, Just I'm going to get. Is it Torres? It is. Okay, I know because I know he scored him against Germany, didn't he? Remember that? Wow, that was a brilliant, and so well done. So he really got. So he, I, as, remember, as as,
0: I remember. I remember really him getting the winner. Yeah, I, I do remember him getting the winner, but it, the 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 follow up tournament when they won, that was a penalty shootout, wasn't it, Carl? I don't remember that.
1: No, uh, do you know what I'm thinking of? I'm th- actually, I don't, I don't want to say just in case, um, uh, in case it comes up in the next question, I'll be <laughs> working out for that later. Because I, <laughs> I, I think I think this man might be one of the answers, uh, listeners.
0: Carl's just told you that he knows what the next question is. I I, I, I just...
1: No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm I saying... Re- I, I,
0: I rest my if minutes. I was hosting this, I'd
1: be talking about one man here.
0: <laughs> I have a case, and I have rest of it. Uh, Cam? Kravinda.
2: What team has appeared at the most European championships without winning the trophy? Oh,
1: that's just... Choose a country, isn't it?
2: The most, I appeared at the most.
0: I, 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 they've appeared the most at the, at the final stages
2: in the in yep. the actual European Championship tournament. That never won it.
0: Oh, geez I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh,
1: don't think it's Ireland.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. I think we've been to two. Um, Germany have won it I'm sure they've been at the most Spain have won it France have won it Italy have won it haven't they Holland and I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and and guess, and this is a pure guess because it's just based on the fact that I think I can remember most of the major European powers winning the European Championships, but I also remember that England have been at most of them that I can remember, and I don't recall them winning it. So I'm gonna say England.
2: Ravinder is right again. Get in,
1: really. Get in. <laughs> I would have gone Italy. They weren't at 84. Uh, no, no, they've been all, they've been everyone since haven't they? Of course they have, yeah. Didn't qualify in seventy six, but no one did because there was only four teams. Get okay. you. Get you
2: um,
1: Oh,
2: you ready? Yep. Yeah which two european countries co-hosted the euro 2000 tournament
1: uh, one of them was belgium because england lost in charleroi was it netherlands you'd assume it would be benelux uh it's got to be yes. It's got. It's got to be Belgium and Netherlands.
2: Well oh then you two, two. This is getting exciting, isn't it?
1: Jesus.
2: <laughs> it's quite a dull, That
1: was a quite a dull tournament as well, if I remember.
2: I don't remember yesterday, let alone that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred, I,
0: I, I fully don't remember that. Go ahead, yes, mate. Go, go.
2: Which company supplied the Euro two thousand and twelve match ball?
0: Okay, now. Hang on, what? What? Do you mean? Exactly, what, yeah. Do you mean? Do you, you mean like is uh, like who made it? Yeah, because who made like, the ball. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, right, it's yeah, it's always the okay, okay, no, same. It. It. It's always
2: one company's baller.
0: For some reason, I thought you were talking about like you know some company sponsoring the ball. It's okay, well, sponsor. like, I mean, Jesus Christ, this is this is a shock. It's not, it's
1: not Cam Sofa. Um, so, um. Chauffeur company is it? Yeah, is this, why, is, this, is this so we can get a thing in?
2: This is it. We've diversified into uh, match balls
0: now. <laughs> to be fair, he's the only flying. man. He's the only man who hasn't plugged the shit out of everything so far. So that's true. Uh, I would say it's look, it's a, it's usually Adidas, isn't it? It's the Euros Adidas.
2: Three two to That's all three.
0: Alright, I've, I've 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 performed admirably. I can I can retire in peace.
2: Carl Kopak. Come on. This to take it to a tie. Bro. He's won,
1: he's won. Just give him it.
2: Go on. Which which team won the first European championship?
1: Uh that would oh. be I'm just gonna I uh, what year was that? You're not going to tell me the year, are you? No.
2: That's a tie-break question. It's the Russians, wasn't it? The Russians. It's the Russians. We have a tie-break, ladies and gents. Oh, for
1: sake. <laughs> what year was that, Cam? Have you got a year for that?
2: Well, no, because that's a tie-break question. Okay. So, the tie- ta- the tiebreak question is: I think When was out. the first European Championship held? And whoever gets to the nearest year above or below, I know well, this one. Four years, Cam.
0: I know this one. So how do we work it? How do we work it? I
1: think I know it too.
0: Yeah. So he thinks he knows it too. So how do we work this, Cam? We both we both give our answer, and and and, and then if we need another tiebreak question, yes. Well, if that's if that's
2: the case, that's the case. If I say uh, if I say to you, both of you say your answer after I count to three, then the, nah. that's probably as equal as we
0: can get it. Yeah, but that's like that. No, we don't have buzzers. Let's just let's just give the answers each, and you're going to have to come up with a daft question for us if we're both right okay. and if we're both right. Yeah, yeah, because like I I I am I pretty sure I, I used to know this as a kid. I think I got sticker book. I think it's fifty eight.
1: Okay, and oh, I disagree. I think that the answer is
0: 1964. Oh my God, he's tied it it around full circle with the fucking song and everything.
1: Yep. Oh my God, this is unbelievable.
2: Unbelievable. Well who's right? The answer is one, (laughs) nine, six. (laughs)
0: Zero. Right. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was closer. I was closer. That's what we said. <laughs> Trev, you didn't even you didn't even pick a tournament
1: year. That's I said. I said 1958.
0: Yeah, there was no tournament in 1968. Closer. I don't care. I'm still closer. <laughs> I didn't know
1: that. I thought it started in '64.
0: <laughs> oh, I, 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 I can't believe it! What a way to win with a wrong answer, but the closest? Yes. I mean, Trevor was so clever. Considering
2: England won the World Cup in 1966, and he picked a World Cup year eight years earlier, and he still managed to win. Well, actually, fifth,
0: fifty-eight. I know now. Fifty-eight was <laughs> Pele, Pele's first tournament, wasn't it? That's what I was thinking of.
2: But I still win. the well, Wales are there. Yeah, in
1: Sweden.
0: Oh, yeah. way to win! That is the best way to win. Just like by oh, choosing
1: again year the that there wasn't a tournament. Yeah, that's like basically what I've done. Is I've I've
0: I've the, I've fallen over. The ball has hit my arse and trickled across <laughs> the line, and I win. Yes, quiz champion, Trev Downey. Get another t-shirt print. Get on with the show. I, I'm when going. We're doing now. country borders next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm just gonna make some. I'm going to make my own beer and drink it. That's what I'm <laughs> going to do. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: oh, gonna wow. In the background, there's a printing press of yet another hoodie being made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Uh,
0: oh, that was well, Trev, I'm what?
1: looking forward to your Sun Green Grass and the Ball feature on the 1960s European Championships. <laughs> 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 no, it'll be the 1958 European Championship. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. You write about the 58 tournaments. Yeah, you get on.
0: Yeah, you see, uh, when, when you see your face, you have to publish it.
1: <laughs> so, some lads were thinking about doing this thing, but they didn't.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: a bit it. It's a paragraph,
0: but it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, apparently, apparently, there's a championship going on. Apparently, the one that we've just been talking about is taking place. Uh, I know that... that do, uh, do you want
1: to guess about that one as well, Trav, <laughs>
0: I know. Uh, I know. Cam has not been watching it much as well. Uh, I know that I have not watched uh, a, a game uh, in its entirety. I, I, I did actually. I tell a lie. I did see a little bit of Scotland capitulating uh, yesterday or the day before, and that's the height of it. I watched to see a bit of Andy Robbo, and he was quite good, but he's surrounded by not very good players. Uh so, I have nothing to offer, but I know, Carl, there was something you wanted to bring up re this current tournament.
1: Well, obviously, the, the, it's, the, the whole thing's been shadowed by what happened in Copenhagen last week. Um, I won't go on about it too much, because I bang on too much about what my job is, and um, so, obviously, it's uh, about Christian Eriksson, and I just want to sort of really, I'm to, um, there's been a lot of things people have been saying, like, you know, how can you be screened so much as a professional footballer. Everyone knows your stats. They're going to—they know they're taken every single day. How can you possibly go to a sudden cardiac arrest and find an underlying heart condition when, you know, when you've got that much level of, you know, firstly you're an athlete, so you shouldn't be collapsing. Um, so I just want to mention briefly that it's—it's it's, um, uh, what happens with that. Well, firstly, athletes do have heart problems, and they do have quite extensive heart problems. Because athletes, particularly endurance athletes, have something called hyper, hypertrophy, or hypertrophy, I don't know, I imagine it's hypertrophy, um, which is a thickening of the heart wall that happens, um, like it's also called enlarged hearts. Um, one thing I will say, though, is I'm not going to speculate on what happens to Christian Erickson because I don't know, I'm not going to guess, some people said it could be something called atrial fibrillation, it could be something called hypertrophic myocardia, by by the way, that's the biggest word you're going to hear from me today. I'm going to move away from those words um, as soon as possible. But it does happen. And the reason that you can be screened and not have any of this is because the screening isn't, it's by its own nature, it can't be that specific. So they're not really looking for certain things. So for example, if you look at Fabrice Wamba uh, or Mark Vivian Foe then um, they were screened all the way through their lives whatsoever, and they just didn't pick up the fact that there's a congenital heart disorder at the back of this, but it wouldn't necessarily be looking for that. It's like me, you know, uh, examining you lads for measles, finding you haven't got measles, but find that you've got an ingrown toenail. I'm not looking for your ingrown toenail. I'm looking for this. So that's why, um, because there's there's a lot of stuff going on uh, on social media at the weekend about, you know, Surely the medical teams can't be that good if they didn't spot, you know, that Christian Eriksen has a congenital heart disorder. If he has or if he hasn't, Um, so I just thought I'd I'd explain that, really, because obviously if if this is my day job, I'm not I'm not medically related at all. I should say that, but um, it's uh, no fault, is it, due to the screening process? It's just sometimes they're not looking for things that there's a million things they can look for, and sometimes things get missed. I think
0: um, I I, I think that's really interesting, and just on a personal note, like I've got. Two parents who've both got uh, heart issues, and they've been quite serious in recent years. And uh, it's it's just it's really interesting you say that because even when um, the experts are looking for specific things, um, that can actually even in, in and of itself be an issue because they are very specifically looking for certain things. And uh, so say my my mum had uh, atrial uh, fibrillation and um, that was an issue. But then there was another one which came along and because they were looking for issue A, issue B was sort of ticking along. Now, obviously, yes, they do join the dots eventually. But if you're talking about a really healthy young man who's a professional athlete and if he's hitting all these certain metrics, um, you know, for cardiovascular health, um, there could be lots going on in the background, couldn't there? That's just not being picked up. So I think that's where you go with
1: that, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it it is literally it's it's broad. It's a broad spectrum analysis because it has to be more than anything else. And there's also a bigger danger here as well. It's not a bigger danger as such, but it, it's a fact that um, there's an awful lot of false positives when it comes to screening, where a player will be told he's got this because his heart was one way a particular minute or, or you know, all over a couple of minutes or something like that, and be told he's got something when it's actually just a passing thing and it, they're actually fine. So it's also a very dangerous thing to even to diagnose someone and say, yes, you've got HCM, and they may not have because that, that's a really, a really, really positive thing. So I'm, I, I'm trying hard not to mention my own charity here because but um, we, uh, one of a, a charity that isn't mine that's, uh, that works with cardiovascular health, one of the directors there who I know um, he 's done something about uh if if you screen in a certain way that pulse positives are reduced but it 's still it 's not perfect it 's not a perfect system um and I just thought i 'd really want to defend you know when because you you know you hear it all the time well how can you've gone through the system and not not that that not being picked up it's just it just doesn 't work like that it 's a completely different thing um but one thing I will say is um just imagine your your job is to work on a medical team in a cup game and you're watching just the same as everybody else's and nothing ever, ever, ever happens. And within 10 seconds, you've got to be on the pitch. How good was that team on Saturday? I mean, you expect them to be because you expect people to be as good as their job at that But How amazing were that medical team? And how great were the players who did the line of protection around him as well and looked after his wife?
0: Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about all of this stuff secondhand. I didn't see it full uh, uh, live, or even haven't seen any pictures since. And I think there's oh, it's horrible. I think there was pretty much a campaign uh, of, of of trying to not reproduce the images because, as you say, it's pretty it must must have been pretty grim to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, like there's all, there was all sorts of, um, everybody's an expert, aren't they, Carl? You know, everybody's an expert when it comes to, uh, um, um, things that they, 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 they have an opinion on. And, uh, I think it's really, really important that and it's, and it's, it's very good to get a specific take from you who, uh, works in the general area, as you say, not in a medical capacity, but in the general area of, of, uh, heart health, um, it's important to hear that, and it's good to hear people uh, uh, getting positives said about them. Because again, I found that very, very difficult to to listen to as well. and I didn't even see it. Uh, no, it don't try, all,
1: don't. It's just so. It's it's well. A it's,
0: it's 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 just always the. It's invasive as well. But but it's it's just it's just a rush to blame to finger point. Uh, it's a cultural thing, and it's uh, it's a pretty depressing uh, aspect of of, uh, of of modern life, in my opinion. So uh, yeah, very well made point. Well, I I, I have to. I just want. I do do want to bring in this, uh, this, uh, bring this topic around a little bit because, look, none of us have crystal balls, and you guys are having to endure that clown uh, with the stupid hair making decisions and pushing back. You know when when you're going to be allowed return to normal and all the rest of it think the majority of humanity is just about done with all of this bullshit. Uh, however, there are lots of people who are uh, sort of trapped in caution and, you know, respect to them as well and their views. So it's not that I want to talk about. But I do want to sort of have a little speculation. I mean, even with the idea of it being pushed back a little bit yet, how optimistic are you both about us having something approaching a full house if not a full house for the beginning of next season which is now whatever like two months away uh like how optimistic would you be you know start with you cam seen as you brought the topic up how optimistic would you be about that and can you imagine man seriously can you imagine the difference that will make to our football club specifically to our bunch of lads
2: it would be massive if it could happen And here's that three letter word that nobody likes, but I don't see how it can happen. Um, I think because we've come so far with trying to eradicate this virus from the UK, they, they haven't managed it because, you know, we we won't get into the politics of it all, but you know, we, 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 we can all say, we all safely know why because he, just of a simple something he could have done two weeks earlier could have made a huge difference. And um, so I think we haven't got to the stage yet in the UK where we have herd immunity. That has to be the, the goal to create herd immunity through the vaccine program.
0: But but tw- the 21st of June, which, uh, which sticks out to me because it's my birthday and I was sort of delighted for you guys. That, you know, you're going to have uh, just a return to something approaching normality on a day of significance for me. And I was just that is, this is lovely. Just how it was lining up beautifully. But, you know, that's but that only was a, the earliest date it could have well, been. Well, exactly. That's and, that, and that's yeah. only a week away. So, yeah. you know, there, there there will be another, well, say five, six weeks before a season starts. So there is a, there is, there's got to be a bit of hope. That then it could happen, right?
2: I, I'm not saying there won't be fans there. I don't think it will be a full house. I agree right? With that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and, e- and e- even you know, f- even
2: if we have twenty five thousand in there, exactly, even if it's half a stadium, exactly, that would be huge.
0: That you could, will you, be huge. If you could bump it up to because the, the ten thousand made a, a lovely racket, and if you could bump that up by a factor of two at least to allow some more like you know people back in, I think. I honestly think that makes all the difference. Like we should acknowledge as well, uh, and we'll talk about that maybe next, the achievement of what happened at the end of the season. We, because we haven't had a chance to talk about that. And I do want to spend a bit of time on that. We, 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 we will come back to that. But before we do, actually, let's just, let's just get Carl's take on this. You see, I heard, I heard you sort of, uh, making noises in agreement there. You reckon Carl, full house is too ambitious for, uh, for season start.
1: Yeah, and, and 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 just thinking about it from my own point of view, I don't think I'd feel completely comfortable yet. Um, I know there's, there's going to have to be a time when I will have to feel comfortable. Otherwise, like you know, I'm never going to go to the game again. And my God, do I miss going to the game! But um, yeah, I, I I don't think it's yeah. Basically, because I don't trust the prime minister. I just don't trust him. He's he's he's, he's incredibly interested in the economy more than lives. It seems to me, and. Um, uh, and again, you know, you know, we've we we've we've been elderly parents, all of us, and you know, it, it's 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 there's that thought going on in my head as well. But I, I think it'll it'll probably move up to fifteen thousand, twenty thousand at some point. But I can't be an immediate thing. Um, but uh, but as regards the season, you know, if anything on on this show, we're bang up to date with all the news. So so what a great win that was at Old Trafford.
0: Yeah, look, I know it's a done deal and people have sort of walked away from it with relief, but I think it's worthy of paying a bit of tribute to what happened because we spoke amongst ourselves about how, at times there, as the season was coming to an end, we were like, look, it's a a huge ask. And then it was like, a little bit of hope, but then one or two bad results. You're going, that's, listen, it's just too much to ask. But it happened. It happened. And it was brilliantly done. And we finished so close to the aforementioned Manx that if we had, uh, I think, won those two games that we drew in that 10-game run, we'd have finished a point behind them for all their
1: own. We're the only club in the world who's been really, really a gut on the last day to get fourth and then get third. Uh,
0: It's just... uh, So I I have to say, and I said on a couple of pods, but I'm going to shout man, again, uh, Pooley afterwards, Neil Poole, my pal from the Great Stories, and has uh, an ex uh, uh, alumnus of this show. Uh, top lot, Pooley, top lot. He tweeted immediately afterwards about how it was infinitely uh, more. Uh, he got infinitely more pleasure from the third place finish uh, in the in the manner in which it was achieved than he did from finishing second. A point behind City after having an outrageously good season and playing brilliantly all year, and I fully get what he's saying because there was something Cam, so Liverpool Football Club under Jurgen Klopp about how that was achieved that it just gave it just made it extra special for me. I felt like we had won something at the end of the year, and I, I don't I don't feel that that's a small time thing to say because we are now a team who wins the biggest trophies. And I can say that I felt like we won something. We really achieved something uh, in a dramatic way, uh, clap style.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, and for me, and this is, and I'm pointing the finger at myself here now as well when I say this, it was a big fuck you to all the doubters. It no was. Really. A, a, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ginny's gone now, so we definitely got another Um Yeah, it was a, like I say, it was a big fuck you. I mean, after that Fulham game when he made seven changes and we lost one nil, we were like, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to get into Champions League by winning the Champions League. And that's a risky, risky thing to try and do. Put your eggs in that basket. But to then go on and produce that run of eight wins out of the last ten and to draw those two that we really should not have drawn, we should have won. There were two late equalizers against us. And to do it with Nat Phillips, Reese Williams, you know, playing a lot of those games at the heart of our defense, you know, our sixth and seventh choice centre back for 10 games. That's a quarter of the season. Quarter of the season. Obviously, Nat has played more than that in total, but let's just say 10 games, a quarter of the season. And we won 80% of those games. That's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. And the two games we drew was because Fabinho played at centre-back and wasn't in midfield. It was a ridiculous achievement to do that. We had no right to do that. But what it showed that we should not doubt, we should believe, our manager is the greatest in the league, and we've got nothing but good to look forward to next season, regardless of what happens in the transfer window, who we may sign, who we won't sign. I mean, obviously we've got Kanato who's coming now, who's, uh, uh, if you talk to Andy Wales is meant to be something special, some, some, a really, really special player. I mean, you never know. Something might still happen with, uh, uh, Quebec. Yeah, you know, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if there's they're just renegotiating the fee. Um, but then nothing's really happening at the moment because of the Euros transfer-wise. Now, don't so expect to expect a flurry of transfer activity. But to have got that third place, third place, because the two teams above them, they bottled it. They could not handle that pressure, and that's a testament to the pressure that we put onto those teams.
0: And that's why we got third. Carl, it's, it's not over-egging it to say that it's, it, it was, a, it was a better achievement than the second place finish because it had seemed to be all lost. And, you know, Cal mentions, uh, Juergen there and Jurgen came in for some deserved criticism because his, his, his contributions, uh, were, you know, you could, you could cock an eyebrow at, at several of them, um, and you know, that's all with the with the, with the caveat that you know we we think he is quite literally uh, the the best manager uh, that we could possibly have, and the 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 dogs bollocks. Uh, but you know, there was a falling away in form for everybody for a period of time, including him. And you know, credit ju- is is due to him. Then when he, you know, he he makes the correct call. He goes with centre backs at centre back. He could have done it much earlier. We all know that. But when he does it, it works. Um, and we get over the line with, uh, you know, you were probably as irritated as I was by the needlessness of the negativity some people had towards uh towards uh, the two centre halves. There were also people who were elevating them beyond their status as well. And you're just gonna get that. You're gonna get that. But he's done so well there. The, the lads have done so well to rally. You know, Ginny Winaldom ever present. We can talk about him very briefly in a few minutes as well. Uh, the the top lads discovering a bit of form when it was needed. Man, I really, really loved that. I enjoyed that so much. It, it, like I think it was why I could walk away from football uh, after that game and not think about it at all because there was a certain there was so much pleasure and satisfaction and achievement to it.
1: Yeah, Treffy lost a quarter of the league campaign. We lost a quarter of the games. Yeah, 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 and finished third. And you know, sixth six in a row at Anfield. Cup. Yeah, and if you think about it, at one point we were trying, we were trying to grasp the Europa League place. You know, and, and never man the big, the, the big lads cup. Um, you know, so that, that's a hell of an achievement, and with are completely complete on that. So to me, it's what it is up there with the second place. I think it's one of the greatest things he's ever done as a manager because. Um, I've said this a few times. That that season was all about adaptability. How do you adapt to this crisis? And in some, for some teams, I've, I've said this before. It, it, it suited West Ham because you know they, they, they they've got a lot of um, you know, dissension in the ranks, so you know they just got on with playing the game without you know having you know, fans argue around it. But uh, um, for us, we lost like, a huge support, and, um, and and same with United as well. You know, United's home record wasn't great, but they didn't lose away. Which is an amazing thing, really. So you know it's it's all about how you adapt to certain things. Um City played straight bath on more than the league, and absolutely deservedly it so it's gotta be said. Um I I do want to talk about about Reese and Nat. and I'm I'm sort of get past the point of criticising people's opinions on certain things. But for people who re a goer like Nat and saying like, you know, yeah, but you know, he he was he wasn't even making it in the Bundesliga league. I mean he's a Stuttgart and stuff like that, he's a lower league player Reece Balls up in the FA Cup game against uh, United and everything. What, what do you want him to do? What do you want Nat to do? He scored a goal against Burnley. It pretty much got us up. It got us into the Big Lads Cup. And I just don't understand how people can say, yeah, well, he's not good enough. He, he, I mean, we had it yesterday with Adrian's contract. What, what, what do you want him to do? The manager thinks he's good enough. And... The amount of people who say, yeah, oh, yeah, trusting clock's the best thing ever. But then we'll come out with sort of, why is he given Adrian a contract? Why is he, you know, choosing Nat and, you know, and, and things like that? I thought Nat and then Phillips was fantastic. And I hope he wins. I think he might have won an award, actually, for that, for what he did. Um, and the, the best thing about that season was because of Nat and things like that. Because lads who weren't going to play were playing in Madrid. And they did alright. I mean obviously we lost him in Madrid, that's a bad example, but you know. Um we did okay. And that speaks volumes about the squad. Um I'd like it also speaks volumes about the squad depth in terms of defence, but you know, we we were just like the keystone cots when it came to injuries. But that speaks volumes to me about just how tight knit that community is, like where where Nat is a senior player. And we'd never heard of him eighteen months ago, or something like that. Or, or if you did, you couldn't pick him up the lineup if you knew his name. And to get third place with that sort of ill luck and possibly ill judgment as well, because we did not we did not hang around in the transfer market before we got the two lads in. And we still hadn't seen one of them. Then I, I think that's that's a huge achievement what we've done. And you can't always bounce back to what you were beforehand. For a start, the team's older, and that is a concern. The team is old now. And things are going to start moving around, and you know people are going to go. Genie was the first one to go, and um, and I wish him limited success. Obviously, I hope he does very very well domestically, um, but um, it's it's going to be difficult to, to get back to what we were. We, we can't just fall back in when Virgil comes on the pitch. Although I do, I am trying to tell myself that.
0: Yeah, I think you've put your finger on what needs, uh, where, where we need to get an injection into the team, and I think it is. Midfield, Cam, is where we're going to need to recruit. Jenny's gone. Naby Keita will probably be sold if we can find a buyer, you'd imagine, just the way things have worked out for him. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain, I thought, was another busted flush because I think he wasn't able to come back after his injuries, but there was a little couple hey, of signs, a couple of nice little signs, maybe, in, in, his, in his last few appearances. But I think midfield is the place where we need to do the most work. Am I right or am I wrong? We
2: need to replace the 4,000 minutes that Gini gives us. I just thought 4, was that it was.
1: It felt like more.
2: He, well, that's what it felt like more, but that's, that's what he played. I think near enough last season. Um, he, he started 36 out of 38 games, I believe, something yeah. like that. Well, um, he's, He's been ever present in that team since Jurgen Klopp signed him five years ago. Um, He's such an underrated player for us.
1: Really I is. mean,
2: I mean, he was told to do a role and he did that role and it allowed others to do what they needed to do. We are going to miss him immensely. It's it's now you realise how important a player Ginny was. We could never really say what he did on the pitch. Nobody could pinpoint it, but whatever it was, he did it and it worked. So, Tell
1: them all. That's what he did.
0: That said, that said, some of us have always been able to see what he could do, despite the fact that there were. Uh, That's true. Theory- Theoriticians out there uh, uh, espousing the fact that uh, he, he he seemed to be going missing and stuff. For me, it boils out to one simple thing: Ginny Alba is the best out ball that the club has had for years. Yes, you, you can think. you can you can play the ball to Ginny and possession will be retained. Yeah, uh, he will either hang on hang on to it in a safe way or progress the play, and that is invaluable. That is just such an invaluable part of the game. Um, that Here we go. And I'm leading into our last question because I can see the clock is coming up on the hour and I wanted to get out sharp because I know you guys want to go and watch the game. So the last question is on the football-related thing is, with that in mind, that you don't have to go for a midfielder, but with that in mind, if you had a little sneaky pick where you could be the one who brings someone into the club, uh, and he... Ideas who you'd like to recruit for that position?
1: Anyone in the world?
0: Yeah, I guess we are in the the position now where Liverpool can sign anyone
1: in the world, yeah. T Lemons. He's got the lot. He's got the absolute lot. What a player that lad is.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a situation there, I think, where... He might be an option, but then again, I think that club are not in it, any need to sell. So that he might wants be, to leave. Yeah, yeah. Would he? Would yeah, he be? Would he, would he? be your pick as well, Cal?
2: I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't name a player in Europe. I because I, I don't watch enough European football. Um, I know they did the transfer committee pod and they threw a load of names out there, and I can't even remember the names they said. That the kid the only yeah. name I can remember it is Thielmann.
0: That kid, um, uh, that German kid uh, from...
2: Greenhouse?
0: Neuhaus or Newhouse, yeah. Neuhaus, yeah. Neu-Haus, Neu-Haus right. is he's on the bench for Germany tonight, I think. So I yeah, be... but
2: and I, I don't know anything about him. I've never, even, I've never even heard the name until it was mentioned on the pod. Okay.
0: okay. So
2: yeah. uh, I, 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 I don't know any player in Europe as such that... Um, I know a lot of players have been I remember they were talking about uh the French uh Aura Aurora, I don't know how you pronounce it. Aurier a- yeah. Aurier. There was a, um he was supposed to be the next big thing. Um whether he's still available or not, I don't know. Um Oh sorry, but, I know you're
0: talking about AR, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, yes, yeah, that's
2: the one. Um there's, there's, they mentioned some guys in Italy. Again, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, the only one I could say would be Tillman's. Uh He will give you something of what Ginny gave you. I mean, it goes back to those 4,000 minutes. You, you're not going to get the 4,000 minutes out of a, uh, uh, Hendo anymore because he's aggressing. He's played, he actually played less minutes than Nabi this season, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Nabi's obviously not trusted by Klopp because even when he was fit, he wasn't being picked. And then he was just thrown in against Real Madrid and made the scapegoat, even though he wasn't the worst player on the pitch that day. Oh, hell of a... He wasn't. He was, he was He so careful. Yeah, but he wasn't the worst player on the pitch. That's just my opinion. You don't have to like it, but that's just my opinion. I thought Gini was worse that day. That's just on the day. Um, he was made the scapegoat for whatever reason. Uh, but that's by the by. Uh, I don't see Klopp uh, keeping Naby. I'm sure he'll be gone. Uh, although I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a contract extension because they put so much time and effort into him, and they may want to yeah. see him actually work. That's so the thing, there, right? Yeah. There, there, there's the flip side. He's got he's got two years left on his uh, contract. Um, you've either got to sell him this summer or risk losing him for next to nothing next year. So we'll wait and see. Curtis will get more minutes because, like, say, Hendo is going backwards. Uh, Ox, again, we don't know. So. Humans would be, would be uh, the one, but he's going to cost 50, 60 million uh, to prize away. Uh, I don't know how the club funds that in uh, pandemic Britain. So um,
1: that's, and that, that's that's the thing, isn't it? it? That is the no, thing. Yeah, no one, none's no got a clue. I, I mean, people could go for twenty pence, and we'd we'd be we'd be overpaying. You just don't know because of. No one knows what the account, the um the economy is going to be like. We'll yeah. pay twenty pence
0: to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's.
1: I'll the, take that for some people.
0: That, <laughs> that is the that is the point. Yeah. That is the point. It's why it's why I'm a bad AI person. I haven't listened to that podcast yet because it's I, good. I yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure it's wonderful, but but I I just all I could think of was well, this is just theoretical stuff because nobody knows how absolutely fucked the economy is. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 going to be interesting to see for sure. We'll keep an eye on it. Now, I want to keep us out and getting out on time here. So, if you have anything to finish, we'll take that. If you don't, I'll get a telly rec- uh, recommendation from you. So... uh I've got
2: two quick points I want to make for If that's okay? Go for it, man. Uh, firstly, uh, and then I have got to finish afterwards. Um,
0: um, right. Roll it all out there. Roll uh, it all yeah.
2: out. All right, cool. Uh, two quick points. Is firstly, how good is uh, Thiago Alcantara? I thought he was absolutely superb.
1: Uh, he was,
2: he was just, he, he carried that team at times with his, with his play. Wonderful, magician. wonderful, wonderful. Magician yeah. magician, yeah. He was just some of some of the things he was doing with the ball. There was that something he did in one of the games where he was on the byline and the way he, he just sort of flicked it around the player and just carried on. It was just a joy well, to you watch.
0: you made the point freed to do his job by fab being where fab should be and it, it, was, it, was, yeah, it was, was it was transformational, it. What... Yeah. transformational.
2: Yeah. And, he, and he was winning the tackles he was uh, yeah. winning yeah, the yeah. presses yeah. he was just superb and secondly uh, the final point on the football side of things um Ginie thank you very much you are sir a Liverpool football Club legend concur of course he is and to finish us to finish us uh, two things Um, Rinder has done a Hillsborough pod Um, it is for subscribers I believe I do believe it's in the pro section Um, so if you're not a subscriber I would suggest you get on the 7 day free trial listen to that because that's some of the content that this, uh, podcast organization puts out there. It, it really is something else. Um, the four contributors, including Rinder on there, it really did, um, makes you think it opens your eyes a little bit, opens your mind a little bit. As yeah, to, you're,
0: you're right. He's got, he's got, uh, Richie Greaves, Phil Scraton and, uh, Jim Sherman, who's from Red that's White it. Cop. And that's right. the, it's, it, it is actually on the free site so everyone can listen.
2: Ah, oh, brilliant. Brilliant. So please, please do listen to that, people. And secondly, um, if you're into your, uh, cryptocurrency and that's something you like to do, please do get into ai discord um we have a crypto um section in there i believe it is for subscribers so if you do subscribe and you're not in the ai discord do get in there um got some exciting stuff going on there um some exciting news coming up in the next week or two um gonna blow people's minds a little bit i can assure you uh very excited to be a part of it and um very honored to be a part of it
0: so watch your space. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good gonna be done for charity in concurrence with that. So do keep an eye on it, folks. Uh as opposed to it just being some sort of an opportunistic thing. There is very,
2: very much, much about the charity. Very much yeah, about there the is
0: Very much, very much a beneficial thing uh for the the uh, the charitable aspect as well. So fair play, Cam, thanks for that. Uh, Carl, any last points and what do you want to finish us with?
1: quite a few things, just, just little one-line things. Um, firstly, fuck the CPS, what they did to the Hillsborough families yet again. Uh, the club can fuck off for tweeting something about a Tory minister in a city that has eight food banks. Well done, lads. Great PR message you've got out there as well. Um, please go and check. Next time you're in the doctors, please get your blood pressure and your cholesterol levels checked. Just do that for me. Thanks very much. And um, I want to talk about a podcast, if that's okay. Please do. That neither of us are on. Um, and I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I don't think I have. It's 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 very very Welsh, and it's called the Socially Distant Podcast. And there's a few lads on Twitter I mention occasionally, and and you know they they're into it as well. And it's basically two comedians, Mike Bubbins and uh, Alice James, who I talk about a lot, uh, and a, a journalist called Steph, Steph Gennaro. And it's a two and a half hour podcast where they just talk about. Um, clips clips and documentaries, clips at all level of sport, not just footy. There's a lot of rugby talk obviously because it's Welsh, but it, it's uh, it's 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 incredibly funny. Um and for example one week they had um uh, you, you know Mike Keeney's the bloke who was in the um his mate mine is in the um, the the Mo video, the, the the blind lad who's with his cousin. Yeah uh, Mo Salah man. so they 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 play that clip and just say I oh, just how great they're and now they're all going for a drink with him. At some point, and it's just one of the, it's out every Tuesday, and it's just one of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard. So much so that I literally, I was, I was, I was playing it out on a run about three weeks ago, and I had to stop running because I was laughing that hard. Uh, I really, really recommend that. And if you haven't seen it, I also recommend Time, the Jimmy McGovern series at the moment on a BBC One on Sunday nights, because that, that is dark.
2: That's on iPlayer as well, I
1: believe. Yeah. It's and, uh, and Sean, Sean Bean's amazing, isn't it? In it. It it. I've it. heard it. Oh I've, man, it's good. I
2: have heard it. I have heard. Uh, somebody mentioned it in uh, AI Discord TV chat. that You're tense uh, watching it.
1: You're just, them just them. tense watching the whole thing. Right. That's on the list then.
0: Yeah, tense watching the whole thing is how I would describe uh, the best TV show I've seen this year, which is Mayor of East Town. So if you yeah, I want to say that. Yeah. If you if you haven't gotten a chance to have a look at that, it will blow your little cotton socks off. Have a look on? A uh it was it's a HBO oh, show. Yeah. It, it was on Sky Atlantic, uh, but it's a HBO oh. show. So if you can wherever you can access HBO, uh you might be able to get it, get a look at that. Um Right, let's wrap it up at that then. That's brilliant. Um I uh, I'm very glad to be back in the saddle again and seeing as we can, we will do another one next week. That okay by you boys? Yeah. Sounds
1: good.
0: All right, let's get into it then. And I might even have watched some of the Euros in the interim.
1: Oh no, don't have, knock yourself out, Trev, will you? Uh,
0: well, I, I I can't promise anything. I've got
1: I've
0: got a, I've got a garden to tend to, uh, and that's frankly far far better crop. Oh, my,
1: my spinach is coming up, Trev. Finally, <sighs> yeah, I saw the photos. Looking yeah. good. Looking
0: good. Please, yeah, please yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, looking for pictures of
1: tits when you put that in the group, but oh, right. oh <laughs> bad news on the robins. The robins and tits have gone. They've been replaced by magpies. Oh, I've got like a magpie. I've got a magpie back garden at the moment. Horrible birds.
0: Very loud. Tits of Instagram.
2: Yeah. Yes,
0: and on people, that note. tits of Instagram. That's what I <coughs> meant. <laughs> on that note, I've been trapped. Denny. You heard Carl Kopak, you heard Cam Branch, Guy Drinkle contributing as ever in the background. We'll see you next week.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.